sport. Yeah, I don't know, man. Yep. Beat, you could see him in the street when he take a piss on your street. Say what now? <laughs> is this um? This is my hero, Academia. Uh, oh, I, I figured that. Yeah, my hero, Academia, is uh, one of the more popular animes in Japan out here right now. It's mm-hmm. buzzing. Yeah, my um, my oldest likes this a lot. She like um. She draws out all the characters and That's shit. very dope I, I find that very uh, encouraging You know cause Not for nothing Japanese uh, Japanese anime has stories With very good morals for children mm-hmm. Better than Spongebob Or better than some of these other American cartoons You know they instill things like Being responsible mm-hmm. Being courageous Discipline they create a level of theater for even adults too who get into it because I, don't ask me I've been watching anime since been watching anime like. yeah I was never too deep into the anime game um it's just my oldest talks about this a lot so right. I'm just like a lot but yeah it looks cool shout Very, out yeah. to my hero academia it's, it's kind of like uh the X-Men version of uh my my hero academia is like an x-men version of, that's their x-men version. okay all right they mutated the people are just mutated but they all like kids and shit though. they all kids because the thing is everybody it's a generational thing all these new generations start being born with one mutation or another ah okay and then they have a school who trains how you know how to make them heroes and they rate them they become popular they might get sponsors it's like a podcast type of thing you know (laughs) if you're like really popular like you could look cool and really be out there doing numbers they they use you like a little card like a baseball card and got value to it and if you had a certain class they pay you and they might give you gear Hmm. say hey you know this is a sponsor on us because you're wearing it you know so it's a quite sophisticated uh, story it's also about willpower you know pushing through this mm-hmm. one portrays that story very, very well. Mm-hmm. Pushing through and trying to like gain something with absolutely nothing. Okay. All right. Well, good, good story. Shout out to My Hero Academia. Shout out to all my anime lovers. But um, hello, good people. My name is 4KJ. This my hero crazy for a second. <laughs> my, my name is 4KJ. This is the For the Stress Podcast. How are you good folks doing? I am joined always. A good brother, Frankie Metals, aka El Capitan, aka El Cap, aka Capslock, aka the Backwood Ninja, aka the Left, aka the Savior, aka the Getaway Driver, aka Texas Frankie, aka Swamp Thing. How are you, beloved? Excellent thing. Glad to Speaking hear it. Speaking of Swamp Thing, <laughs> church announcements. 
Follow the show on everything Instagram for the stress underscore podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at twitter.com slash 4KJ. You can follow Frankie on IG at Frankie Metals. You can follow a celestial goddess on IG for your holistic healing. You can follow at Drink Flyers on IG for your herbal needs. Make sure you use the promo code for the stress to receive 15% off. You can follow at So White Game CO on IG for your hip hop debate needs. You can follow the dojo on ig at the dojo jc make sure you visit the website for the stress podcast.com powered by stay cozy studios make sure you like rate review subscribe tell a friend to tell a motherfucking friend all that good shit like that dude. so what now i love that <clears throat> so what game studio i love that title oh uh it's a uh, stay cozy stay cozy stay cozy studios okay. that's who that's stay cozy studios is a dear friend of mine, my good brother, uh, Nat King Cozy. He does the playlist. He has uh, he created the website. And if you need any design work, if you need any, um, I don't know. This nigga does it all. So shout Holla out, Adam. You need something. Yeah, shout out to my brother Cozy. But um, you help us function. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, but we here. It's been um. It's been a rough week, but fuck it, we ball. We still here. We still moving and grabbing and shit like that. Uh, I was outside. What can you do? I was outside. Um, You was outside? I was outside a little bit. I I realized my social battery has a short in it. Damn. Yeah, so I was outside, but um, so first and foremost, shout out to Ujama Cafe. Ujama Cafe is a part of Coalition Equity, which is ran by Dr. Leija Carter, who was a previous guest on the podcast. Uh, they opened a community fridge downtown Jersey City on Brunswick Ave at the Hudson Pride Center. Um, I went down there for the ribbon cutting. Super dope. Our good, our good brother OG Ron was in there. So I got to chop it up with him. He be everywhere. Shout out yeah. to OG Ron. Ron Batista. The OG out here, you know. OGs get around. Yeah. Ron Batista, if you don't know who OG Ron is. But yeah, we went down there. Yeah, nah, he's he's, 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 no. (laughs) But um the community fridge is really dope. Um everything in the fridge is completely free. So if you you go in there, you scan a little QR code, um, you get a list of the menu, you just take whatever you want. So that's super dope for those that are in need. So, I mean, for everyone who lives like on the hill or west side, I know it is downtown, so it's a little out the way. But if you are in need of food, please hit the community fridge. I think the address is 205 Brunswick Street. I think I think that might be the address, but it's super dope and it's like healthy food. It's not like bullshit. You know what I mean? bologna sandwiches or some shit they got like ginger beer hummus fruit salads um chicken caesar salads all types of just fly healthy shit so shout out to ujama cafe shout out to um coalition equity so i did that friday and then i spun the block and went to a uh, networking event uh fuck why am i blanking we are Jersey Magazine, who are also 
past guest on the show. They had a networking event over in Newark. I went out there, met some dope people, connected. Um, so that was cool. Food was really good. Shout out to Bentley's, I think was the name of the restaurant. Or oh, bar. I don't know what it is. But shout out to that establishment, Bentley's. The food was delicious. Um, but yeah, I think my social battery has a short in it, man. Because I was, you know, I be out. That's why I don't go out too much. I am so sorry. What that the fuck the was that? Sent me. Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> just, we'll get. Just went off. Yeah, we'll get to that. But um, yeah, I think my social battery has a short in it because I was like, you know, when's the last time you've been out? You just noticing this? I don't go out often. Right. Like I really go out for like pod shit. Now. Now. But let's say even. I don't know, because I think we on to something here. Eight nine years ago. Eight nine years. Eight ago. nine years ago. Where was your uh, battery? How new was your phone? My phone, my battery was wild new. Mm. But what time were you coming home at night? Maybe <laughs> on a on a good night. You know on what I good mean. Night. But see, I gotta go back further than that because there was the youngster days. See, youngster we've been partying days. since we came out the womb. That's why. Crip walking as soon as we came yeah, out. Yeah, shout womb. out to the looks. But I don't um. That's probably why I don't go out as much now Because I did all that shit so early Like I was clubbing at like 18 Eventually you get enough Especially yeah, I think, as I, th- I recall If yeah. I did too many back to back I needed to take a week to heal Yeah Because it was like that Yeah Because I think My last big Extravaganza Were going down I think I was like 22 Sheesh that was like when I was like going out every single weekend from like Friday to Sunday. Yeah, umbilical cord was dragging behind you. Yeah, like from in the club. Yeah, <laughs> from like Friday to Sunday, I was I was out, and I did that shit so much that I'm at the point now where you I gotta, go out. Heal, yeah. yeah, I go out once now, and I don't want to be seen for like three months. You've t- you've touched on this topic quite a few times. You know, you said uh, you were quote unquote washed. That you know you drink a little bit and it was over for you. No, bro, I'm a I am a lightweight. I am a I have no shame. I am a lightweight right now. At at my big age of 34 years old, almost 35. Yeah, I'm a lightweight. I can't do it. I can't do it. One Corona, if that, <laughs> if that. Like if a you shot a Corona, you taking shots. Of I, I'm ta- I will definitely take shots of beer because I'm washed. If, and if, you know your body especially if you didn't drink for a long period of time you don't it's like the gym your body don't remember what it goes through every time you know like yeah and then the as dizziness, you and then you as you get that. as you get older your body reacts so much harshly yes or so much harsher right because yeah, it's like was, what do you think is going on here you mm-hmm. thought this was a factory that was just gonna <laughs> yeah because you, no you listen man now I remember when all my OGs used to say to me, like, you know, cherish your youth. Because now, mm-mm. ain't shit, player. Ain't, <laughs> ain't shit going like, on. Like I don't know, man. I don't know how these young dudes be like popping pills and drinking lean and smoke twelve blunts and that and was. Drink a... uh, now I'm listen. I'm not judging us, but that was my. That listen, was I'm I'm not judging because I did similar things, uh, minus the pills, but okay. I was like. 12 to 20 blunts per week depending on who i was around it might be like one cypher right 
But now mm-mm. Like I might You know We'll smoke We'll smoke something Yeah I might go home Smoke something Roll but, it up. but outside of that mm-mm. So Yeah but Now I go out Do my little um, Ones and twos And then I wanna go in the house But then I also realize I don't have an elevator pitch Cause I met a lot of people Especially at the networking event Who were like like oh what's your name i'm like i'm 4k well, what do you do i do a podcast oh that's dope and i give my little spill about what i do i'm like what do you do oh i design books i, I travel i bam, do this bam. i do this i do this I'm, and i'm like couldn't wait for you to ask i'm like fucking dizzy by the end of it because like when the fuck do you sleep like i'm i'm curious i guess they called them what's the word either multifaceted or multidisciplined people shout out to y'all because i can't do that shit i need to be good at one thing before i start something else but like i met everyone has their own pace right but i met a bunch of people people. yeah i met a bunch of people who was like yeah you know i rap i draw i skateboard then i'm a nurse on the side (laughs) i also sell homes and then i I paint missionary work once in a while yeah then i paint i feed the homeless i'm just like shit i'm not doing enough god damn but yeah i gotta work on my elevator pitch i gotta you know condense what i do in like 30 seconds you know but you do what you do very well if i might because you know, there's there are a lot of people who could do multifaceted things. Uh, oh, you, thank you for saying that, Segway King, which I forgot in the intro. But um, I'm going to say something right now. Um, so this name was given to me by uh, OG Ron, shout out to Ron Batista, mm-hmm. and Dr. Leisure Carter. Uh, they have dubbed me the voice of Jersey City. That's right. Boo 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 boo. Digging it. Listen, so you know, I'm not gonna fight it. I'm not gonna fight you it. You can't fight a I'm, dub. I'm not You've gonna fight dubbed. it. I have been dubbed, and you know, with with in the nickname rule handbook, once someone dubs you with a name, it's just that's it. It's that's Sir just, 4K now. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. To you. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, make sure y'all address me correctly as the voice of Jersey City. All right. Humbly. Right. Humbly, of course. I don't want to get too crazy. But yeah, so they dubbed me with that and um that was cool. And um Yeah, man. Shout out to everybody doing anything. Yeah, like I met I met so many people from different parts of the state doing dope shit. Um like New Brunswick has a big scene. That's dope. Uh, Nork, of course, has a big scene that's dope. Um, Trenton, Camden. Like, the state is doing dope shit. Just, but, you know, we, we focus on our city, but shout out to the whole state, man, because, you know, all of y'all out here doing dope shit. But, yeah. Voice of Jersey City. Make sure you um put that in my bio if you want to book me or anything like that. Mm. You did. I'm only the voice of Jersey City. <laughs> That's it. I mean, not it's not much, but it's a lot. You know? But speaking of Jersey City. Um so we had a active shooter drill at um the City Hall Annex 
over on Jackson or MLK, if mm-hmm. you're not familiar with Jackson is. So they um, ran through what to do if there was an active shooter. Now, you remember the... the like there was? So this is what I was getting to. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the Buffalo shooter, yeah. right? Now, RIP to all the black people that lost their lives because that was fucking sick also very very briefly all you fucking people who are upset because will smith slapped chris rock but didn't say anything about the buffalo shooting you can um how do i say this eat a dick i was trying to find a more um sophisticated form of slander but I think eat a dick is sufficient because there was a lot of y'all, you know, traumatized that Will Smith slapped Chris Rock. But when this boy shot and killed a bunch of people, cr- not a word, crickets. Well, you know, this doesn't get shared in the news either. And this is why I think moments like from a conspiracy theory. Club, I say. Okay. They would dub that bullshit. I would also dub it bullshit. Why are you? You know, it's a distraction. Oh, people are distracted by this, so we could get away with doing this now. So we're gonna do that, so we could do this now. And it makes sense timeline-wise because people gonna still be talking about the bullshit. Yeah, and and it was just it was very interesting to me that you know, and this is like old news at this point. But so many people were just so upset that Will Smith slapped Chris Rock. But hey, look, people get slapped out here. People get slapped. Someone's probably getting I've slapped it. right it's not now. The first time I've seen somebody slap the shit out of somebody. I think someone's getting slapped right now. Someone honestly. got slapped just now. Just now. Now. So, but yeah, so those same people didn't say anything about the act, the the Buffalo shooting, but I went off on a tangent. Um, so in his manifesto, he named Jersey City as one of the cities he wants to visit. He wanted to visit because, you know, he's locked up now. I don't remember this guy's name, but um, you can come here. Please do. Because we have active shooters as well. Well, we need the uh, the training. Oh, no, 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 no. If, if... If this guy, listen, I'll say this, you know, Jersey City is not the toughest city in the world by any means. There's more dangerous places in this in the country, right? Like there's other dangerous countries. I mean, mm, what the fuck am I talking yeah, about? Yeah, there's worst parts of the world. There's worst just- parts of the world. However, um, one thing I've noticed about active shooters is they never come to the hood. They go where people are largely unarmed. They go where people are just going about their regular regular life. They don't go to places where like people can fire back at you. And Jersey because City is one of those places. People can fire back at you. Right. And I'm and I, and that always like like if you if you hate black people, if you hate Spanish people, or if you hate whatever. Won't you go to the toughest, wildest blocks and start shit there? Why not? You tough. You're already cheating. You got the Teflon on. Yeah, like you you should be good. But for whatever reason, they never come here. 
but you know we had an active shooter drill um and the mayor was all like in his reflective vests he had his goggles and oh, shit he was prepped and he was ready. prepped and like some of the city council people was out there and they was they did a whole little video about what to do if there's an active shooter you go hide did they the let vest. him put the vest on the the mayor they did they have the mayor i don't know the if vest he, on? i don't know if he had a did vest they throw, on. did they throw an ak and he caught it in the air and said all right let's go kids <laughs> Yeah right. You ready? Let's go, kids. Yeah, like like if you ready, a fucking superhero. I mean, I don't know if you listen. I don't know how many of you have ever been in a shootout, but it's very hard to keep your composure during a shootout. And I think it's it's weird for me that this is what we're teaching kids, like how to like earthquakes, tornadoes, natural we disaster really shit. Shit we don't deal with that, but like we're teaching kids how to deal with active shooters now and on one hand i can understand its significance i can understand why that's important and then on the flip side of that i'm just like yo what is this doing to our kids like we're teaching them that they can't be safe anywhere mm-hmm. or we're teaching we're, we're conditioning people to um what's siri say she ain't saying nothing. I don't know why she even butted her nose in the business. Siri's always listening, but um, yeah, I'm 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 kind of trying to figure out what what that does to like the human psyche. That you know, I'm at my job, but I have to train just in case a guy walks in here with a weapon and starts firing. It's a good reminder to let you know that life is still dangerous. That it could always go down at any point in time. And I think, you know, aside from, like, even let's say Newport Mall, which is another mall that's known for things popping off in the mall. Mm-hmm. People don't walk through the mall expecting all of a sudden somebody see somebody running and shooting back and somebody shooting back at you in the, your direction. Right, right. And you react, you know, erratically. That's how shit go down in Jersey City, sometimes on site. Yeah, and I I think um, now don't get me wrong. Again, I understand the importance of you know teaching people what to do if they're no absolutely. I get that completely because people lose their shit. It's a traumatizing thing. Yeah, absolutely. You don't know where shots are coming from. You dug down. You with your loved ones. It's just scary. Okay. Um. All right. This is past the statute of limitations, so I can share this story. Oh shit. So there were. I'm not going. I'm gonna leave a block out. But on a block I used to be on, um, we had a guy come through and start shooting. Mm. Like, wow. And we were like maybe 15 deep out there. Mm. And a guy rolled up on a bike and just started. Do, 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 do. Started dumping. Dumping. And I know in that moment, I was like, what, 19, 20 maybe? I know I was fucking terrified. Because, first and foremost, I don't have a weapon. Secondly, I didn't know where the shots was coming from. And I know in that moment, I was it was pure survival. Right. I didn't think of any training. Or I just you don't. It's almost the same as fighting. When you know you're what? Fighting I, for your life. I did. The only thing I did remember was um the line, and I forgot. I can't think. of I was told to, in shootouts to stay low and keep firing. 
that's the only thing I remembered. And I think that's what kind of stopped me from getting clapped because I remembered that lyric and I was just like, let me just stay down until this nigga run out of bullets. Find cover. Find yeah, cover. Absolutely. Yeah. You're trying to find cover. When you're in a shootout with an individual, it's a little different because they're flat out staring at you. You're flat out staring at them. Yeah, Maybe, let's say generously, six allegedly, feet away from each other. Allegedly, I can't share that story, but I understand what you're uh, saying. Right. And that's it. So when they, they draw and you draw, first of all, people scared most times. When yeah. they got Because they know you got one too. So right. It's on some old Western shit. So most of the time, even though you could go to this training, uh, the, the range and shoot, mm -hmm. it's different shooting a human being than it is to shoot a piece of paper. Everybody has a plan so they get punched in the face or in this a case, shot at. Face. Or yeah. a bullet in the face. Because, yeah. you know, the thing is that people get nervous and they miss that the jitteriness yeah. allows this shot to get affected. So there could be a whole exchange of yeah. fucking... 12 bullets that's fucking 24 bullet exchange bang 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 and nobody hit it nothing yep. except everybody else yeah and everybody else get hit and this is how you get casualties and little kids get hit cause you guys are shitty gangsters you yes. gotta be a good shot you can't be a gangster and have a shitty shot you're a danger yeah <laughs> why you got a gun yeah, you, just... you are a liability because right. every time you have your weapon someone who does not need to be harmed gets harmed because you guys are shitty gangsters Shitty gangsters with bad aim. Very much so. So, yeah, man. That was, uh, that happened. And, um, again, I get it. But the mayor did look a little goofy. He looked a little goofy. They should have thrown the AK out. He said, listen, guys, when I give you the cue, you chuck me the AK. Right? And then we get into this. <sighs> yeah. That's so what I would have done. Listen, I'm not trying to make anybody look silly. But I'm, if I'm the mayor and I could get it off, we going, we gonna, we gonna train these kids like I, Marines. I don't want my mayor to be an action hero. Well, then I'm not the guy. <laughs> yeah. Don't hire me. Yeah, don't be the guy. Because I'm motherfucking be Samuel Jackson and Dwayne The Rock Johnson and the other guy. <laughs> You're jumping off the roof? Jumping off the roof with it. All right. All for the scene. Yeah, well, shout out to um, city council, I guess, for um, having active shooter drills. Again, I get it, but I don't get it. So shout out to them. Also, um, Hudson County Community College, my alma mater. I went there for way too long. Oh, yeah? Shout out to me, because it's a two-year college, and I was there for like three. Ah! Bullshit. That ain't it's right. all right. I was it, I'm like, just three? I know people who damn near, they should have gotten their doctrine by the time they, they, they <laughs> yeah. still in that bitch. <laughs> Smoking weed and going to parties. I know. It was, um, yeah, that was a wild time. That was a wild time. I cared about everything except school, but that's besides the point. Shout out to Hudson County Community College. Um, they are now offering a four week program, um, for people who want to get into the cannabis industry. So if you want to get in the cannabis industry legally, let me just make that clear legally. Because you can always get into the cannabis industry. You should be in it already. Yeah. But legally, we're talking to the people who want to legally get into the cannabis industry. And you live in Jersey City. Hudson County Community College is offering a cannabis business degree. It's, ooh, indigestion, pardon me. The classes are already full. Probably. So hurry now. Uh, a cannabis business degree and a certificate program starting this summer, summer 2022. Um, it's non-credit. You're not going to get any credit for it, but 
they are teaching. <laughs> no credit. They're teaching people. Mm, I got to sneeze and it's not coming out. Don't you hate it when that happens? Mm. I'm sorry. Here it come. Here it go. No, pump fake. Mm. Okay. Sorry. Pump fake. My nose was betraying me. Um, They're offering... The four-week pr- program explains what you need to do to apply um, and how to operate a state-licensed cannabis business. So, I like this. I think that's very dope. Um, however, if you go to your local pharmaceutical, they could probably give you the same program. There might be other things you have to worry about, but you can still obtain the knowledge if you want to. But if you want to do it the legal way, I implore you to do it the legal way. Um, and you live in Jersey City or you live in Hudson County, go to Hudson County Community College, get your four-week program certificate, and maybe you can open you a cannabis business. So I thought that was really dope. I thought that was really, really dope. Shout out to them for that. Because um, I know if I would have had that when I was there, it wouldn't have took me three years. I would have been out of that bitch in eight, eight weeks. <laughs> You'd have had your own spot by now. Probably. Probably. But I think it's good that because marijuana is legal here and more people are trying to get into the business of it, that they have programs like this that are teaching people what to do, what to, how to apply, what you need to apply, mm-hmm. what to look out for. Because uh, I was reading a little bit about the program. Like, they really break down, like, you know, if you have this, you can't do it. If you have this, you know, mm-hmm. the do's and don'ts and whatnot. Right. So, shout out to Hudson County Community College for that. They're doing good shit. They got a nice-ass... Nice getting the, the ball rolling. Yeah, they got, nice, they got a nice-ass uh, library now. But, yeah, man. Shout out to my alma mater. HCCC. Hey. Shout out to yeah, I don't know what the the mascot is, but yeah, shout out to Hudson uh. County. Um, <sighs> damn, now I'm thinking. I know, I know, like some great teachers who could do that. They're not teachers in the traditional sense, but they know enough about the business to really teach people who want to get in there. Mm-hmm. But that would be that wouldn't be a good look because. A lot of people I know are criminals. So, mm. but anywho, if you want to do it the legal way, this is the way to do it. So, shout out to Hudson County. So, when you, when you shop at the dispensary, I cop weed when surgeons be. <laughs> yeah, I, I do want to say that as well. Until they figure this shit out, like keep buying your bud, however you bought it before. Like, this is. They, they overtaxing they overcharging they're doing a lot to get what you would get for the low low so but people are trying to change their life people are trying to get out of a certain um certain situation so i i salute everyone doing things legally but if you got to do it mm-hmm. allegedly do what you got to do that's right huh. get it done Get it, done. get it done Somebody's doing it Yeah somebody's doing it Somebody's always doing it Um, Speaking of some people Always doing it So Black Lives Matter Has been in the news This week Um, 
let me just start this off by saying I'm here to slander Black Lives Matter. So apparently, um, Black Lives Matter has been using its charity funds for various anything. Let me give you some felonious things. Felonious, fictitious, all of the issues. Um, let me give you a little rundown, beloved. Let me let me see what they what they got going on. I had it and then I lost it. What the fuck is my problem? Boom. Shout out to technology because I found it immediately. Oh no. And my phone froze. Great. So, Black Lives Matter. For those of you who have who just arrived on the planet, Black Lives Matter is an organization started maybe four or five years ago by two black women uh surrounding the death of Michael Brown, R.I.P. to Michael Brown. Um the Ferguson protests and all of that. Black Lives Matter was birthed out of that, right? And they look like a good organization. They look like they was doing all of the good things. And now a few years later, this is where we are. So one of the co-founders, and I'm going to point her out specifically because she is the one um, using a lot of these funds for whatever the fuck she wants to use them for. Her name is, and I'm going to fuck up her last name, so forgive me. Her name is Patrice Kohler. C-U-L-L-O-R. Kohler? Kohler? I don't know. Something like that. Right? She should have picked a cooler name. She should have picked a cooler name. But, Miss, Miss Patrice, because again, I can't say her last name. Uh, she got... Fam, why I can't find this shit? See, this is why I gotta just start taking screenshots of shit. Because I start talking and then I can't find anything. So, uh, Miss Patrice, again, the founder, one of the founders of Black Lives Matter organization, she paid her baby father $970,000 for creative services. Now, creative services is very ambiguous. Who knows what the fuck it means? But she gave her baby father damn near a million dollars to be creative. And they still together? I don't I don't know if they're together, right? Because you know that money, he probably just kept a little bit and she got the rest of it. Oh, 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 oh. And they're it happily gets, in Hawaii right now. Oh, it gets it gets it gets crazier. It gets juicier, let's it gets juicier. Hold on, she, let me get my hand sanitizer. Go ahead. She paid her brother. Oh, he got a bag too. $840,000. Oh, she divvied up a, a million something dollars. For security. Protect me from, from what? I'm sorry, just in case you didn't hear the number. $840,000 for security. I don't know what the fuck needs that much securing but okay millions of dollars yeah. oh you go the list go on because you're looking down no like no no, no it's, it's more it's a, it's a shit ton more she paid a fellow director of black lives matter 2.1 million dollars. holy fellow director got more than the baby father and the brother and the brother what's that say about y'all <laughs> she also spent 
$73,000 on a charter flight. Uh, to where? Who knows? Who knows? Also, Panama, so she could fucking bury the rest of the millions that she... Get the fuck out of here, man. Um, they have $32 million in stocks. They receive $37 million in grants, which was spent on real estate and mm. private flights. Mm. They have a $4 million operating budget. Huh. Yeah. So I'm not that good at math, but we're in a ballpark of 80 million for you to take flights and shit. My math might be a little off, but we're in a ballpark of like 80 million that was just spent. I bet you they got a nice elevator pitch <laughs> with all that fucking money. That elevator pitch me. Me. Um, they ain't even finished it. You already got your wallet out, fam. Now, this is a supposedly, allegedly, this is a non-profit organization. Yeah, sure. Non-profit. Uh huh. I don't know if you're familiar with the word non. Emphasis. Just like the free COVID test. Yeah. Emphasis on the free. So if you're not familiar with the word non. It means none. Nada. No quiero. No quiero. Nathan. So if you have a non-profit organization, it means you're you have your organization, which is not for profit. They made a lot of fucking profit. This was a couple months ago. This they were in the news again because I think there was the same woman, Patrice brought a mansion now in California for like six million and said that the mansion was a communal space Uh for organizing creativity and making sure black people could come in and be creative and things like that for all that money that type of creative creativity Mm -hmm. sounds to me like you were charging but the bill just went to the people you know what paid into that you know what um let me just say this this is fucking disgusting it is what it is it's very fucking disgusting because first and foremost you capitalize off a black death like egregiously you as a hashtag you you so created you this hashtag. You, you created this business. To the targets. Every time a black person gets killed, Black Lives Matter was everywhere. You, you got people. The game. Yeah. You got people buying merch. It's people in this neighborhood with Black Lives Matter flags in their front mm-hmm. lawn. Like it's mm-hmm. a thing. Mm-hmm. When you don't really give a fuck about Black Lives Mattering. Again, this is fucking disgusting. Because we can expect that from other people, right? But for your own people to do it, it, it always like stings a little more. Because there are people who believed in this organization and what it stood for. I'm using air quotes. But you stand for profit. You stand for 
giving your baby father a damn near million dollars for creative services. What the fuck does that mean? This is a creative service. Why you ain't give me a million dollars? Quite an ambiguous uh, role in there. No reason at all, basically. No reason at all. Fun fact, the her baby father who got the million dollars is a fucking DJ. <laughs> <laughs> fam this shit is so like it's sick and it's disrespectful and I'm you already been this <laughs> a fucking DJ he's a fucking DJ and you gave this man a million dollars for to DJ to DJ it's the highest paid DJ if I ever heard of creative services he's like yeah sure whatever that's a very like I ain't gonna hold you that is kind of fly because it's so like vague you don't really know right. what it is yeah he DJ he DJs though creative services in my days of fun without you <laughs> fam it's it's I'm so sick of these fucking people y'all Cause like we it, and I feel like I said this before, but I'm gonna say it again anyway. We can't trust none of y'all. But you know, we just came out of the year of the scammer, so this is really the one of the king of the scammers, the big fish, if you will. This has there been a lot of big fish. But you know what? This has there's been like whispers of like Black Lives Matter not paying attention to the people who need it for like two because years there's now. There's not enough of this. Right. They There's can't make enough, enough money. money There's it. other people that are worth their time who died. You know, it's a business. And the business is death at the forefront, honestly. Everything else is just a, oh, you know, we need better for our kids. But, we can supply that. But do, do you... We can provide let's, that. Let's kind of like... Like, you see how insidious this is? Like... They're just playing the same game the politicians are doing. They, they are. But they're like going to these companies and be like, hey... We're a nonprofit that specializes in protecting black lives. Give us a bunch of money. And then they get the bunch of money and go spinning on flights and mansions and lavish lifestyles and shit like that. Like we out here dying. Ten black people were just killed in Buffalo, New York. Supposedly, Black Lives Matter is supposed to step in in those situations and like pay for funerals, offer aid, offer aid. Why do you get all this money for? Exactly. Why are you getting all this it. money? No, that's exactly what they're doing. But you know, it's no different than a lot of other pastors that created humongous LLCs and spent money. We're, we're on talking all to you, Joel Olstein. We're talking to you, Joel Olstein. Well, he's could be one of them, but there's tons. TD Jakes. Tons of them. There's too many. Creflo Dollar. Bro, they have been establishing hustles all over the place. The thing is that the more gross the tab on things is, the more the FBI starts to notice. Oh, no, yeah. Once, I mean, listen, the IRS is not to be trifled with. So when they got wind of this, they released it to the public. Be like, look, look what these motherfuckers is doing. And then put you on Netflix. Yeah, it's gonna be a ne- it's gonna be it's gonna be a Netflix documentary within like the next two years. I promise you. Mm. I promise you. But this is like, well, well, what you said was very poignant. Like, you know, with 
churches, for the most part, they hustle hope. In this instance, with Black Lives Matter, they hustle death. Right. That's nasty. It's morbid. It's morbid. They, they, they hustle death. And it's also gross because it's like, damn, you never thought we were going to find out. They, they, I think, I think, I truly believe that this is a situation where if the IRS ain't get involved, we wouldn't know a fucking thing. It would always been rumors and shit, right. but we wouldn't have found out anything. Mm. And it's. I heard that the uh, through like the conspiracy hat tunnels, that Black Lives Matter was owned by a white guy when it first started. And that he handed it off, obviously, because people was digging in a little too much and it just didn't seem right. I've, I've heard that as well. I'm not, I can't speak to if that's true or not, but I have heard that as well. But from it. And he said, look, this is what it but is. From <laughs> instance, but even if you want to go back, even the people in Ferguson were saying like, this is a scam. Like when it first popped up, because. They ain't really out there. They wasn't right out there. there. It just looked like they were out there. Because they're providing footage. This, this is why people have a problem with um, what's the dude with the with the blue vest, who was always out protesting. DeRay McKinnison, I think that's his name. But that's why people start looking at him funny because he will always pop up at like protests, and it's like, fam, you're not here for nothing but right. a fucking photo shoot, right. and to get some money. And I'm very happy that the IRS did this. And that's probably my only time saying that because the IRS is a fucking mafia organization, but that's besides the point. Mm. But I'm glad that someone kind of caught them because now the people who have been saying Black Lives Matter is a scam have validity in their claims because there are people who have been saying this for years and nobody listened to them. And like you... you just you're profiting off of black death and i have a very big problem with people who do that no matter who you are that's why i don't fuck with al sharpton because he's a fucking ambulance chaser the only time you see al sharpton is when somebody's dead and he want to be there giving a eulogy or some shit so like I, i i i don't know if we're over the year the scammer Cause someone another, I really feel like another organization is gonna pop up and be like, "Yeah, we're here for black people." No, the fuck, you're not. You're here for a check, and that's that's the sad part is because we're out here getting killed and we can't trust anybody because we get killed and people figure out a way how to make money off of it. When you're in the hood, there are no winners. You're trying just trying to get up out the hood. That's all anybody ever could try to do. Try to either get a, a, a piece of paper saying they're good at something so they can save enough money, buy some land somewhere else, and be out. Nobody want to stay in Jersey City. Well, and or in just general, in like the general, worst of the yeah. worst, but Jersey City like that too. A lot of people did. Why? Because we're being squeezed out. It's, it's genocide fought on different fronts. You know, because it's coming at your check, it's coming at your job, it's coming at the food, everything, your area. You know what? I, um, I really feel like black people in this country are the only race that get profit off of death, get profit off of life, get profit off of being um, misused, get profit off of being abused. Like they make money off of us in so many different ways. 
that is it's deeply frustrating to the point that I can't put it in words. But again, to have this from your own people is is it always hurts more because it's like first and foremost we didn't ask y'all to do any of this shit y'all decided to come out and be like oh yeah we're gonna start this nonprofit to protect black people Mm -hmm. and come to find out y'all didn't give a fuck about black people the whole time so yeah fuck black lives matter fuck the ray mckinnison fuck sean white fuck um al sharpton fuck um I can't think of all of y'all, but it's a few of y'all. But all of you collectively. Fuck all of y'all. Can eat it. I'm so comfortable saying that. Like, all of you collectively can eat a dick. I don't know whether you want to get in the line or take turns, but just all of you can collectively just eat a dick. Not just a. Matter of fact, eat a bag. First one you see. Just eat a. Matter of fact, eat a bag of dicks. If they even sell those. I'm sure they sell those probably somewhere they got money black lives matter got money you could go find a bag of dicks and eat them you could afford to you can afford to you got buku bucks so you can definitely eat a bag of dicks so um try to hide the funds giving it to the dj fam <laughs> 80 dollars for security I don't even think the people who protect Fort Knox get that much money. I don't even think God should be able to touch you. If I'm giving you almost a million dollars to secure me, fam, I shouldn't even feel a raindrop. Drop top. <laughs> like, you, you dig what I'm saying? Like, I gave you damn near a million dollars. I I shouldn't even sneeze. Right. Protect me from allergies. I better not feel Nathan. Not a goddamn no thing. Quiero. No quiero. Gave you a million, damn near a million dollars to for security and creative sources. What the fuck? Creative sources. What the fuck is creative sources? But yeah, so if you were if you were unsure about my position on Black Lives Matter, I'm here to say fuck Black Lives Matter. Just in case you were. You know, not privy not privy <laughs> so yeah fuck black lives matter um and then you know what's another part of this that's so wild along with black lives matter doing all this goofy shit and all these other corporations getting rich they are projecting gas to be six dollars by august fuck with me <laughs> if you want to steal something <laughs> you know the minimum wage is seven dollars and 25 cents I'm working just to get it. Just the, to get there. The minimum wage <laughs> is $7.25 and gas wool is projected to be $6 by August. Right. So I have to work twice as hard just to get to work. And then, just in case you were still trying to fight over being poor, we now have to worry about monkeypox. I'm sorry. You heard me. What'd you say to me? Monkeypox. That is the new disease that we're now battling. Very related to smallpox. You ever had chickenpox as a kid? Uh, I don't know. I had chickenpox as a kid. But I don't know how. Maybe you can provide some insight. There are now, 
think 12 cases reported in the U.S. 80 cases worldwide. And uh, monkeypox acts very similar to smallpox, where you get like fever, chills, exhaustion, muscle aches, etc., etc. But you also get lesions and rashes on your skin. Mm-hmm. Now, monk smallpox was eradicated in 1980, mm-hmm. but monkeypox said, "Fuck that! I'm here for the remix." Mm. So yeah. So you got allergies, COVID, monkeypox. Mm-hmm. New shit. Another one. Another one. Um, you also have to fight being poor, gas being high, getting and, shot, getting shot, and not being able to eat. Oh, also, if you have an infant, you can't feed those either. Right. So you know, just throw monkeypox. But the bike lanes. So. Yo, alright, look. So but what about the bike lanes? So? Alright, I wasn't gonna say this, but Frankie said it, so I gotta be here now, right? I was asked this week, why you go so hard on the bike lanes? Like why you, I love the show, but shout out to everyone who like wants to criticize me but always starts with I love the show. You don't have to say that. If you wanna criticize, just criticize. Go right in. But watch your mouth. <laughs> okay? But listen anyway. to the show, you know how I'm gonna come. Just... Yeah. Pause, I think. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, valid. um, so someone asked me, you know, why you always go so hard on the bike lanes? Like, you know, they're not hurting anybody. Few reasons. Now, I get it. Bike lanes, bikes are better for the environment. We live in we live in a city that's very congested. You know, along with other cities, are very congested. People drive. It pollutes the air. I get all that. Does the bike lane stop people from buying cars? No. But I do under- those same people who ride the bike pull into their fucking loft where they got like big ass fucking parking lot where there wasn't cars in the first place, by the way. Mm. So now you just got to have some money to have your car out there. That's all that is. So it's like the bike lane look nice but those same people getting into their car and driving around. This is true. So they just got the money to park in where those bike lanes are at. Now, again, let me be clear because people seem to be confused about my position on this i get the premise of the importance of bikes right it's better for the environment it's healthy you know what i'm saying you outride your bike i like bikes shout out to bikes uh bikes were already here bikes were already my, here. my good sir they now, still are how many people in jersey city do you see on a bike there's a lot of people on the bikes now my problem with the bike lane community specifically in this city is that they seem to go, they seem to disappear whenever other issues in the city pop up. They're just there for the bike lane talk. This is my problem. This is why I slander them as much as I can. Bike lanes, fuck everything else. I don't care about your genocide. Because this is all they care about. Now, if you are fighting for bike lanes and you're fighting for affordable housing and you're fighting for equality, cool. But if the only time I see you, you're talking about bike lanes, you can join Black Lives Matter and <laughs> eat in a dick. And go give them a check. Because why? Now, again, I understand the premise. People like the bike. I'm not saying don't bike. But we already did bike. But we biked We a lot. didn't have bike lanes for the longest. And another thing. Why are you only just fixing the streets now? 
Why I gotta drive like I'm in the like I'm in Indiana you know we had Jones? A, you know we had a sinkhole over on SIP. Yeah, because they don't take care of none of this. They never have like They're a just... big ass sinkhole, like a fucking like a uh, what's that movie where the, the world was blowing up? Was it day after tomorrow? You about to make this just sound like a football field, fam? It was. I think I, I might be exaggerating, so just <laughs> take this with a grain of salt. I might be exaggerating. But for effect, I have to say it this way. Uh-huh. Your car would disappear if you went to that sinkhole. Whoa. It was a big ass sinkhole. Whoa. Whoops. Oops. That's an easy problem. I, I'm going to be late for work. Right. You ain't even texting. They're just going to find you. Trying to climb out of the yeah, sinkhole. Yeah, still trying to climb out. So, but yeah. I, I'm, I'm, um, but yeah, again, just this. For all of you that have a problem with my rhetoric regarding bike lanes, just remember. We got other bigger problems. We have a lot of we have a lot of problems. Okay? So bike lanes is at the bottom of the list. If 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 it's even on the list, first and foremost. Have a seat for now. Just, just take now. just wait in the back. We'll get to you. You hear me? <laughs> so yeah. I don't know how um we got on that but i'm okay with slandering bike lanes for um undisclosed reasons also did you watch the video i sent you yes so there's a rapper i sent frankie a video before we started recording this guy's name is bishop naru Naru, I don't know. He's like an underground rapper. If you're familiar with MF Doom, he used to rap with him. R.I.P. MF Doom. So this Bishop guy decided to shoot heroin for yep. his video. Mm-hmm. I How, saw it. However, it wasn't real. It wasn't real. It was with apple juice or something. Probably Spark- apple juice and maple syrup, sparkling cider or some shit. So for, I don't know, artistic purposes, he, because in the video, he said, and I quote, well, that's the video. You don't need to hear that. It sounds like whatever. It sounds trash. The song is trash. But in the video, he said he wanted to try heroin to see the effects of heroin. Okay. Huh. But it's false advertisement because you didn't you, you shoot pretended yeah, to take you shooting apple juice into your arm. First and foremost, he didn't tie his arm. Let's start there. So he's just like a master at finding the vein. Listen, if you then he pretended to be high. Or he pretended to get. Yeah, like how you, you you remember as a kid, your mom's give you the the Martinelli's wine bottle yeah. but it was really apple juice so you fake like you was drunk mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. what he did with heroin mm-hmm. on camera on camera when we got people doing bigger things bigger there's bigger things that you could do artistically why are you shooting apple juice into why are you arm, faking bro? for the for the gram why are you faking for the gram? I'm, you I need to fake for the you, gram. you could just rap I, you know that what works for you you know what i don't I don't know why that's such a hard concept for people. Like, yo, you know what? I could just rap. You could just rap. I don't have to. Okay. 
it's um it's very strange what people do for clout I get it we're in an age where you need all eyes on you because everyone is an entrepreneur everyone's doing something creative etc etc I get all of that but you fake shot heroin into your arm I know real dope heads who would be offended by that why and then on top of this insanity the song is trash you could at least make the song good if you was gonna fake shoot dope the song wasn't good the song wasn't good so he's like I'm gonna just fake shoot heroin and watch me Jimi Hendrix actually shot dope and he was a phenomenal artist he did it for real for real he did it for real and made incredible music this is just one of those things where it's like you could do it but don't put it out but you don't gotta put it out you don't gotta put it you out. don't have to you, don't you have could just to. do it watching and say you know i tried that but i'm not gonna Fam, go you know, forth you know how much great music we got off of heroin you fake shot fake shot it. you fake shot heroin and your music got worse congratulations you played yourself you fake shot it heroin when your music got worse because you were doing songs with mf doom so i assume you were either he was carrying you on your back or something or you got to get it together get a videographer or something i just you don't have to do this you really really don't if you're gonna do it at least do it for real at least do it for real let me see you tweak out on camera if you really if you're really about that life if you're really about this drug addict life there's dudes on pills right now who are nodding off go be one of them don't fake the funk go all the way I'm staying with music <sighs> this story pains me but um Freddie Gibbs got jumped I heard they said they snatched his chain too no, he his chain wasn't snatched, but oh, it wasn't. He was um, um battered, battered and bruised by twenty gentlemen, allegedly because he has beef with Benny the Butcher. Okay, well, whatever the reason. Listen, anybody could get jumped at any point in time when you get caught slipping. Yeah, he got caught slipping. Now I heard that his bodyguards ain't do nothing. That's that is a fact. So he fought off. 20 guys by himself you should have had the black lives matter security you should have paid dollars. almost a million dollars for the security because they would have protected you but this story pains me i'm um yeah freddie gibbs fan listen am, I'm, I'm from I'm, the 90s this is nothing no i'm but this you know is what? this is a part of the game but actually. you know what i'm actually glad that nobody got shot nobody got killed you know just a few bumps and bruises i've been jumped before yeah it happens listen Prodigy and Mob Deep love him. Rest in peace, Prodigy. But y'all staying getting your chain snatched. You know, uh, Jim Jones, you know, the thoroughest of the thoroughest yeah, can get caught every, lacking. Every, it's two, three, four against one. Or in this case, 20. 20? And your, and, and your bodyguard said, I, re- I, I, I resign. I resign. I resign. As it's happening, listen, I resign. I quit while you're getting stomped on. But, you know, this happens in hip-hop, like you said. Every dog has his day. Everyone, you know, everyone is a, plays super gangster. But anybody can get touched. Like, nobody's, nobody is invincible. Everyone can get beat the fuck up. It happens. 
but you know. But why? Oh yeah, because you said it was some Benny the Butcher. Yeah, it was. It, I don't know. I don't know what the cause of it is. It was some back and forth between him Benny the Butcher, and if you're familiar with Freddie Gibbs, you know he talks a lot of shit. So, and that's that's what it really kind of boils down. Yeah, you just running your mouth too much. Because when you got respect, first of all, don't talk about your respect, and he tends to talk about his respect right, a lot. Right. You know, and you can't do that because. You're not from everywhere at the same time. And some people fuck with you. Some people are like working their way up to fuck with you. And then you got the people that just don't like you. Right. No matter what. So you got to understand if you're a real one that people are just not going to like you. You should be used to it because real ones deal with people not liking them. Yeah. It's a part of the game. But so I, I will also say that you can't beef with somebody. Right. Now, this is like some street politics one on one. You can't beef with somebody and go into their city. Don't beef with someone and then tweet that you're going to be there for a situation. Right. Because that's that's not going to end well. In the history of anything, that has never ended well. So, he, he, I don't know, man. I don't know, man. Still love your music, Freddie. Maybe you should, like, take some boxing classes or something. I don't know. I don't know. Twenty. I mean, I don't know who's gonna teach you. Fucking Steven Seagal, Charles Bronson. Yeah, twenty twenty, Jet, dude, Brad, twenty dudes is a lot. Twenty Listen, dudes is a lot. Hire some sec- armed security. You could pay the extra buck. They ain't do nothing. But see, that's the thing. They got to play this gangster role, so they don't want to pay for armed security. They don't want to because this is. Hip-hop. So why weren't you armed, gangster? I don't know. But because this is hip hop, everyone has to be tough. And having armed security. If you're talking with you, tough, yeah, you should. On wax, you better be ready at all times. You have to be ready at all times. Because this is how the game works. And if you look at me, everybody catch your ass whooping every once in a while. It's never too late for you to catch yours today. So you'll be all right. Just watch your mouth. That's that's what it always boils down to. Just watch your mouth. Or be ready. One of the two. You know the level of blah blah like, blah. If you, that you like you be. have to understand. And this is not. And this I'm taking this out of rap. But with anything, if you run your mouth, you have to be prepared for the consequences. So if you talk shit on any type of platform, someone, somewhere, somewhere is going to come see about you. Especially if you're talking tough and you, I'm a gangster and I do this and I do that. Someone's going to try you. Someone is going to test your gangster. Indeed. So Let's, let's do it. You know, you talk tough. You said you got hands or you said you got um, the biggest guns on the planet. Let's see. And listen, we got 19, 18, 18, 20, 21. We got 22. So that's 44 hands for you right there. <laughs> that's enough practice for a, quite a bit of time. Yeah. So I'm glad he's all right. I'm glad. I hope this doesn't escalate into something else. Um, of course, when this news broke, the hip-hop outlets were all over it dj academics was having a fucking ball oh well oh yeah i'm sure because he's a bozo you know it's just just, uh people they they wait for it because they like yo you know what you haven't been touched yet obviously and there's certain rappers that you know that they've been touched before they made it 50 cent is one of those guys you know he's been touched before he made it you Mm -hmm. know he almost saw death so that nothing can really like scare him like that you're not gonna come at him any way he don't see coming as with a lot of maybe other rappers that like got their own shit you know mm-hmm. yo i've seen shit so i'm ready for shit sometimes it ain't happened to you you got famous you ain't you may have been around it 
but you ain't never personally been involved in it. And I think that like a pack of hungry hyenas, they could sense this. I of think course. gangster people can sense when a rapper is like talking the talk and they ain't really. But and that's yet. the and that's the thing. This is the only art form where if you people hold you to what you say on a microphone. As you should though. So if that's you, how hip hop always. Yeah. Works. So if you on a microphone talking crazy, talking tough, talking that you're the biggest gangster or you're a shooter or this, that, and the third, again, someone is going to try you. It it, it just happens. So um, we almost done anyway. <clears throat> so yeah, I I um. I'm glad no one got hurt. I'm glad, um, you know, Freddie was able to just walk away with just bumps and bruises. Mm -hmm. uh, hopefully this gets resolved. It doesn't go past this. But, you know, speaking of music, um, some heard, albums came the Kendrick. Yeah, so let me, let me, let me hear your Kendrick review because that's all I'm listening to. Other music came out, but I'm still just listening to the Kendrick album. I feel like it was Kendrick being Kendrick. Okay. But it was more the, not to pimp a butterfly, but more the uh, the one after that. Damn. That's the name the of the one project. after that. Damn. Untitled. Untitled, okay. It had a very untitled flow, but Untitled was like a, a surprise. It was like a bunch throwaway. of Yeah, it was like a album called Untitled. But it has that vibe, but with the pimp a butterfly soul. Yeah, it's a there. lot of live instrumentation layers yes he usually deals with many many layers his album is something that you can listen to quite a number of times and yeah. like you know pick away bars or like peep shit that he said uh the productions you know always really good on there i think he is being kendrick on the issues that we care most about but mm -hmm. i don't think it was like the time was right maybe if he'd have done them a little earlier uh maybe he ain't like set enough staying in the game like yeah. he ain't make he wanted to come out with the classics before he hit you with the real shit, maybe. Yeah, if he if he would have did this on his first album, it wouldn't have been well received. Right, it would have been demolished. His career could have been... Right, absolutely. So I felt like he just waited. You know, he was like, all right, I think it's ready for this now. And, uh, yeah, he was very personal on his I album. think he's, uh, he's right. I think, you know, I think he was on to something. I think a lot of hip-hop fans would enjoy it, but I don't know how they feel about it. You know, well, I haven't the, read the, reviews. Though the consensus is, you know, most people love the album. Of course, you're going to have people who say it's whatever. But for the most part, most people love the album. So, shout out to Kendrick. This is a... I stand on it. This is a phenomenal right. piece of work. So, shout out to Kendrick. But um, other music that came out Now I have to preface this by saying I did not listen to anything mm. I'm just going to give y'all some of the artists that I like That are in my library I just haven't listened to it yet So there is an artist from uh, um, Northern California The Bay Area specifically By the name of LaRussell He's a young guy I, I really like LaRussell he, he, He's just He raps he really, really raps. I like Lil Russell a lot. He has a project with Just Incredible called Just Incredible Presents Lil Russell. Um, check that out. Let me know what you think. Uh, Boldy James and a producer by the name of Real Badman have a project called Killing Nothing. I like Boldy James. Uh, Drizzy, female rapper. I like Drizzy a lot. Drizzy got bars. She has a project with Hit Boy called Hit Girl. 
push out the drizzy. Um, let's see. Yeah, I mean, some R&B shit came out, but I don't know none of these people, so I haven't listened to anything. Oh, I'm lying. Tank and the Bangers. Tank and the Bangers is a is a, a band from New Orleans. They're super dope. They have a project called Red Balloon, so check that out. And um, yeah, those are the things I'm interested in. Of course, music came out, but I'm just I'm still listening to Kendrick. I'm still listening to Kendrick. So. Yeah, man, that's it. Um, Be safe out here. Shit is crazy. Um, Don't get jumped. And uh, fuck Black Lives Matter, man. But in the meantime, in between time, follow Sean everything Instagram for the stress underscore podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at twitter.com slash 4kj you can follow frankie on ig at frankie metals you can follow a celestial guys on ig for your holistic healing you can follow at drink flyers on ig for your herbal needs make sure you use the promo code for the stress for 15 percent off you can follow at so what game co on, on ig for your hip-hop debate needs you can follow the dojo on ig at the dojo jc make sure you visit the website for the stress podcast.com powered by stay cozy studios and um Faith for the stress. Gotta have. Shit is, shit is, it just seems bad. Shout out to Limp Biscuit. Shout out to George Michael. Gotta have faith. Gotta have faith. I like, I do like George. Shout out to George Michael. I don't know what he's doing, but shout out to him. But yeah, man. You ever heard the Limp Biscuit version? Yeah. I did like Limp Biscuit. Yes, Limp Biscuit was done. I did like Limp Biscuit. I went through like the freaking, freaking hip hop. Yeah, I went through like a, a emo period as a kid. Where I listen to like a lot of rock and shit. Yeah. So I fuck with Limp Bizkit and Incubus. I like Incubus oh, a lot. Oh, what? They yeah. still be doing shows out here. Yeah, I fuck with Incubus a lot. I still like Incubus. Show God, I like I like Incubus a lot. Shout out to Incubus. But yeah, man, faith for the stress. It's a lot of wild shit going on out here. Um, but one foot in front of the other, beloved. Somehow, some way. Shout out to Hove. That's right. Frankie, turn this shit off. Yeah. Yo. Yeah. Yeah.